everybody. Welcome to episode 10. Yay! <laughs> We've made it to 10. That's pretty good. Do we have good. sponsors yet? No. Anybody want to sponsor us? <laughs> Anyone? Uh, you think we anyway. just do this for fun? Yeah. I mean, no, do, but like, do. I also would love a dollar or two. Yeah, totally. How are you, Sean? To pay for my mic. Yeah. I haven't seen you since you left, Kelly. It's been two weeks. I know. We've had a moment. Um, It's been good. A, a really busy two weeks. I returned back to work. Our season just started. How's that going? Um, it's going. Uh, We're just doing a lot. The days have been like, from the get-go, it was like six hour full days of rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Thank God I did those four days with you. <laughs> beforehand <laughs> which by the way we still have one more vlog left the disney vlog went up today so if i know i just watched to, it isn't it good <laughs> it's so fun. i was like i want to go back mm-hmm. already and i was watching at the end when we were going through like the candy and ice cream place at the end and like and that, how much we wanted to get one and then we were there and we didn't get one and i knew we were both gonna regret sh- the end i know we forgot and then we both left and we were like oh i regret not getting something if we if you watch the disney vlog and you see the ending bit where sean and i are going through the candy store we never actually got anything (laughs) we couldn't make up our minds so we yeah yeah it was kind of a letdown and then the ice cream line was like so freaking long yeah it was like out the door so we were like meh it's fine (laughs) we've had enough churros (laughs) we're good to go but i really want to go back already i know it really is the happiest place on earth Mm -hmm. So um, but next time we'll have to drive up to LA to go to Hollywood mm-hmm. for Universal Studios because yes. of today's <gasps> podcast theme. Today's podcast. We figured we'd do something fun for the, <laughs> it's a podcast, John, that can't see what you're holding up. Oh yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I forget about that. <laughs> He's holding up a book, but it's a podcast. <laughs> today's theme is Harry Potter. We're going to do a Harry Potter themed podcast for our 10th um, episode. It'll be it fun. just seemed, it made sense. Like 10's a big number. We yeah. lasted for 10. I literally thought this was going to be like a two episode podcast thing. No, we're going strong. We're at 10 already. And we're at 10 it already. looks like we're still going. Which by the way, I also want to say, we're pro- we'll see how we are in time. Let's but you- get to know our Harry Potter nerdness. Yes. You guys sent some amazing stories this week to the new podcast email, backstagebanterkm at gmail.com. Super excited. Thank you. Keep them coming. If we don't get to them today, we will definitely go back to stories next week. But for the 10th episode, we wanted to switch gears. Yeah, a little fun. So the plan is we're going to be sorted. So we're we'll take the, the official Pottermore sorting mm-hmm. hat quiz on mm-hmm. podcast. Then from there, of course, we're going to discuss, so like, I, I've loved Perry, Harry Potter for years, but mm-hmm. I think you were late to the game a little bit. I was very late to the game because the books came out when I was in school, but I don't know if I, I got it. I did not read them. And I don't know if it's because I was a major bunhead and like, didn't read anything I didn't have to, <laughs> or if it was because like, I was one of those people that like, couldn't get through the first chapter because I remember that being a thing. Like the first yeah. chapter is so boring. So then I was late to the game and I started reading them actually or watching the movies first. I think I saw the first movie with my ex-husband actually. He's the one that got me into them. And then I remember like, okay, being like, all right, I like this. And so I would read a book. I was forced to like read the book and then watch the movie and read the book. So I did it like together once I got into it. So I like would read it 
watch it, read it, watch it, read it, watch it. So how was that doing it together simultaneously? I liked it because I'm one of those people that if I watch a movie once, I will not remember it. So it kind of helped it all sink in. I get to like compare the book to the movie. I don't know. Yeah. Cause I did them separately as I started reading when they came out because my fifth grade teacher read the first book to us in class mm-hmm. and then jumped in. And that was right when the first movie was casting and just said like, it's going to be a movie, whatever. When originally it was Steven Spielberg who was going to direct and it was going to be all American actors because I remember filming myself at home for like an at-home audition tape. Really? <laughs> because they wanted, they, they were just like taking submissions for the movie. Yeah. Um, and then like Haley Joel Osment was, was Steven Spielberg's pick for Harry Potter originally. And then he wanted it to be animated and then it swapped over and then Chris Columbus stepped in and went all, and then JK was like Irish or British only. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So that's how I, that's how I got into it was fifth grade reading, having Miss Stutzman, is that her name? Yeah. Read us the books. And I was like, cause I'm a fantasy nerd. Like that's my jam. Mm-hmm. And see, and I'm you're, not, I'm not a fantasy person. I don't usually like fantasy. It doesn't register with me. I don't get it. Like a Lord of the Rings. I cannot get into. Neither um, can I. That doesn't count. Okay. But like, but like, I don't know, like I just, for some reason, maybe it's the characters. I don't think it's the wizarding part that I like. I think I just like the characters. And I, my favorite scene in that first movie is where they're on the train and they're just so little and so cute. And Hermione comes in and she's like, you have dirt on your nose. <laughs> you know, it's just like really cute. <laughs> but yeah. Emma Watson. Can mm-hmm. we just say how much I love her? Yeah. She's so good. From in childhood that. until now. Yeah. Yeah. And Ron too, like Rupert Grint, like his, his facial expression. I love when something happens and they cut to Ron, like when in doubt, cut to Ron, just his face. Um, like the sorting hat scene, him just looking like, you know, I just like that. I think it's adorable. So yeah, if anybody's not a Harry Potter fan, this podcast might be over your head. Yeah. But, which is fine. Yeah, we go we- through other categories. We did a Disney one. Yeah. Or- it's us catching up and just talking about our lives so yeah it's fine but Mm -hmm. there are like a lot I mean it's interesting to like read all the books I remember my summer SAB was either the fifth book or the sixth one Mm. was coming out and me and Tasha from PMB my friend Tasha Barton Rollage wonder if she listens to this who knows hi Um, Tasha (laughs) one of our friends from the summer course that we met there her name was Sally and her mom owned a bookstore in like Kansas or Oklahoma some Midwest place and she was like oh you guys like Harry Potter we're like yes yes we do and she goes oh well like my mom owns a bookstore like they got the shipments last week so they ship them to you we got that book a whole week early (gasps) and we shared it between us Tasha read the whole entire, I think it was the fifth book in one night. Wow. And then still I got mean, up and danced. <laughs> I don't think she slept because <laughs> I took three days to read it or four, three and a half. And I'm slower. She's mad smart, like brilliant, weird, smart. Hmm. Um, but I remember she like finished it like in, I think one night and then passed it to me to finish for the rest of the week mm. that we like secretly had that we couldn't talk about with anyone or yeah. like because Sally's like my mom will get in trouble or I'll get in trouble wow and we literally had that book in our dorm rooms a whole week early when it was like the big, like leaks were happening it was a whole yeah it was really cool yeah that's awesome 
And yeah. the movies, when the movies came out, it was just magical. It gives you, I always love a visual. Like sometimes, yeah. you know, for me reading, having a visual, even like moving forward, even when the story in the book is slightly different, having the visual moving forward helped me with the book, actually. I feel yeah. like having, you know, maybe that's why I like ballet. And for me, like going to the symphony, sometimes I can't get behind it because there's no, like, there's, you see the musicians playing, but there's no, like, see the music, hear the dance kind of thing. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, and seeing those movies, I remember the first movie, <laughs> the CGI, whatever, but like the actual sets that they made, mm-hmm. they just, they did such a beautiful I love that a lot of the actual like sets and enclosement are really like physically made mm-hmm. and they're not just like green screened everything. Yeah. Cause you're, yeah. Cause you can tell, I, you can tell when it's green screened. I want to go to London so bad and do the studio tour. Oh, I didn't know they did it. that. Hmm. Yeah. So over in London, you can literally do the studio tour and it's like, you can walk through the sets and everything that they use to film. They just left it all up. For a lot of it, um, mm-hmm. like the Fitbit Forest, you can go into like the Diagon Alley that they actually filmed in. That's cool. Uh, different parts of of, Hog- of Hogwarts, and I think the the borough maybe one there too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's all it's all kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and awesome. you get it. You kind of get like a glimpse of that going to like the Wizarding World and Universal, but yeah, which let's just say is magical. I've never done Harry Potter University. That's something we still have to do. I know. It's on our list. Mm -hmm. And now that you're there, Mm -hmm. granted, in California, they only have the Hogsmeade section at the time. They don't have the Diagon Alley section, which is Mm -hmm. my favorite. But it's still... Still do it. Yeah. Still got to do it. You walk in and you're like, this is... It's like Disney-themed style detail that Universal had not had for a long time. Oh. In my mind. Universal has always been like a secondary step mm-hmm. park in like theming mm-hmm. and in the details. Like in how, like, remember we were at Disney, like how you waited in line. It yes. was like, just as in, it, it, it's all that. Yeah. You are never supposed to see anything outside of the world you're in at the moment and what land you're and. I think Universal really did that when they made originally Islands of Adventure mm. in, in Florida is what they, I think, really did a great job in. And then when they brought in Harry Potter, which was actually was supposed to be at Disney first. Oh, interesting. Disney bid on it. Um, I believe the amount was, I want to say it wasn't, I don't think it was a billion dollars. It was a few under. Wow. That's a lot though. Um because I think they bought Avatar for the rights to Avatar for a billion dollars. Fun um, facts with Sean. <laughs> right? But so Disney originally bid it and wanted it. And it was going to be just like a land or I think just to have a shop or some kind of area mm. in the park. Um, I believe they, in their bid though, as Disney does, they want complete control. control. Yeah. Um, and so they wanted like the full rights given to them. Mm. And I guess uh, Joe, she said, no go she wanted like say in it obviously as she showed she created it yeah and and so that's why i guess and then universal i guess swipes so i flung in it swung flew in (laughs) 
and is like, here, we want to do it into a, oh, Joe wanted a bigger scale of it. She thought it deserved more or it could only be properly represented in a bigger scale. The right, like its own theme park. Yeah. Idea wanted. I think they just wanted like a shop or an, a little kind of thing. Mm. Merchandise, I believe. At least at first. Yeah. And then Universal came and said, we will give you a whole entire location yeah. within our park. But like, like, and I think that's why Joe liked that yeah. better. Yeah, no, um, that makes sense. So like, what would you prefer? A shop or a whole land? If it was your right? idea, you know what I mean? Especially if she did create this huge world, I think I think you, ha- you couldn't, it would be like just the Harry Potter store in New York. Like, yes, you're in a mm-hmm. city and that makes complete sense. But if you're in a theme park, like- right expand upon it totally so yeah that's my little background information fun facts with sean again if you watch the disney vlog you'll know (laughs) we had a theme going so should we take the quiz yes the sort so let's be sorted so i've already been sorted many of times before because i have a full like pottermore account from a childhood and oh look at you and i've taken multiple different sorting hat quizzes because there's like the Pottermore official one, which is what we're going to do the official one. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's like all these extra ones you can take. And there's one that's like a super long one that took, takes some time that like does percentages of your answers. I think I know what I am too, because I have done this once before, but we'll see if it goes in the same. So let's take the quiz, Sean, with everybody. All okay. right. So Hogwarts sorting hat quiz. Take our Harry Potter quiz. All right. Um, question one. How do you want to go into history? Being good and fair, being fearless, being wise, being bold. I think mine would be being good and fair. Yeah, I think so too, actually. I might say wise. But... Go with your gut. You got to go with your gut on this. Oh, no. no, good and fair. Good and fair. Okay. What's the worst insult you can get? Um, selfish, fearful, ignorant, or ordinary? For me, it'd be ordinary. <laughs> Mine's ignorant. <laughs> Okay. Um, choose the potion you would most like to invent and use. Power potion, wisdom potion, love potion, or fame potion. Wisdom for me. For sure. Mm, I would do, yeah, wisdom. Wisdom. Yep. Mm-hmm. How do you want to be remembered after your death? I want people to admire my achievements. I want people to smile when they think of me and say they miss me. I want people to tell my stories and adventures over and over again. I don't care what people think of me and my accomplish while I'm, I don't care. Only what people think of me and my accomplish while I'm alive matters to me. Um, I, th- I want people to tell my stories and adventures over and over, and over again. again. I think. Yeah. I think for me, uh, I don't know if I, I want to say achievements or smile when they think of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with tell my stories and adventures over and over again. Yeah. I'm going to say smile when they miss me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Flutterby Bush. Flutterby. Flutterby? I think Flutterby. Flutterby. That's fine. Whatever. The Flutter- it's made up anyways. <laughs> the Flutterby Bush produces every hundred years flowers that change smell in order to attract a specific person. Which perfume should this plant release to attract you? The smell of a wood fire, the perfume of your home, the scent of the sea, the per- perfume of a new parchment. Um, wood fire. Wood fire. I'd be home. So each four of those relate to a house, just a, a, a common room. Oh, home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Four boxes are placed in front of you. You're allowed to open only one of them. Which one do you choose? Oof. 
the small pewter box, simple and unpretentious, on which one can read a striped inscription that says, I open only for the one who deserves it. The shiny black box with a silver lock that, and key that has a mysterious rune inscription that you immediately identify as Merlin's signature. The carved gold box resting on two feet with claws who inscription warns you that contains secret knowledge and irresistible temptation. Or the smart small tortoise shell box gilded with fine gold that seems to contain a tiny squeaky creature. Oof. I don't know if it'd be the black one or the gold one for me. I think for me, the black box with silver lock and key mm-hmm. has a mysterious ruin inscription that you immediately identify as Merlin's signature. Yes. Yes, I agree. Yep. Which musical instrument do you most like to hear? Piano, trumpet, violin, or drum? Piano for me. I was going to say piano or violin. I'm going to go with yeah. piano. Yeah, same. Okay. Four cups filled with a mysterious liquid are placed in front of you. Which one do you choose to drink? The one that contains a thick, creamy purple drink with a delicious chocolate and plum aroma. I don't like plum, but maybe. Mm-hmm. The one that contains a strange black liquid that shines like ink and gives off vapors, causing strange hallucinations. The one that contains a golden, shiny liquid that hurts the eyes and makes you see bright spots everywhere. Or the one that contains a silvery, foamy liquid that sparkles as if it contains diamond powder. I'd say that either the purple or the diamond for me. I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do I, diamond. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to drink that, though. Like, if I'm going to drink I mean, something, I, <laughs> I get very weird. <laughs> no, I'm going to do the diamond one. Okay. And then, which one did you pick? Uh, yeah, I'll do diamond. I'll do you diamond. enter an enchanted garden full of mysterious things. Which one do you prefer to examine first? The tree with silver leaves loaded with golden apples... The statue of an old sorcerer with a strangely sparkling eye, the bubbling pool at the bottom of which you can see something luminous that swirls t- uh, tirelessly, a huge red mushroom that seems to talk, oh, that seem to talk together. The bubbling pool. I think the bubbling pool too. Yeah. That or the tree. One of yeah, the two. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. I'll go, go with the pool, pool though. Yeah, same. A troll broke into the Hogwarts director's office. He is about to pulverize, crush, and tear apart several irreplaceable objects and treasures, including a cure for dragonpox that the director has almost finished developing. The school notebooks of every student at the Hogwarts over the past thousand years and a mysterious handwritten book with strange rune texts that must likely belong to Merlin. In what order are you trying to save these items Mm. from the Trolls Club if you have the opportunity? I'd go Merlin Remedy School. That's what I think, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, for okay. sure. Okay. What would you prefer? That others love and appreciate you, that others envy you, that others imitate you, that others trust you, that others admire and congratulate you, that others fear you? Trust. Yeah. I'd say love and appreciate. I think trust incorporates that in my, so I think trust. What's the hardest thing for you to deal with? Being deliberately ignored by others, the cold, hunger, loneliness, or boredom? Being deliberately ignored by others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. I'm great by myself. Me too. Cold's fine. Hunger, whatever. Boredom. 
I don't, I don't get bored easily. Yeah. Yeah. But I do whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, being ignored. What are you most looking forward to learning at Hogwarts? All the fields of magic that I will be allowed to study. Flight of a broomstick. All the secrets of the castle. Spells and curses. Transformation. The art of transforming one object to another. Obviously, that's what that is. (sighs) Everything you need (laughs) to know about magical creatures and how to tame and care for them. Appearance. Oh, uh, appearance and disapparate. The ability to materialize and dematerialize yourself as you wish. Oh, appearance and disappearance, probably. I think. Yep. Transformate. Yeah. All the fields of magic that I will be on. Maybe I'll do that one. I did that one. If you could possess any magical power, which one would you choose? The power to be invisible, the power to change your appearance as you wish, the power to read people's thoughts, the power to be endowed with supernatural strength, the power to change the past, the power to speak to animals. Either invisible or change your appearance. I'm doing invisible. How are we only 50% through this quiz? This is a long, I did appearance. This is, this is long. <laughs> Which creature would you most like to study? Werewolves, merpeople, vampires, senators, ghosts, goblins, or trolls? Merpeople. I think merpeople too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm an ocean nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, a student in your house cheated on Hogwarts exam using a self-spelling quill. Thanks to his trick, he ended up first in the spell class and you were only second. Professor Flobix suspects something fishy. He pulls you aside at the end of the class and asks you whether or not your classmate has used a banned quill. What do you do? Oof. Um, I think I that it would be, I think I would say it would be best if you, for uh, you tell Flobix, that it would be best if he asked your classmate directly. That's what I would, I'm going to click. Yeah, I think so too, actually. Because I, I don't think I'd be the person to be like, if you're willing to cheat, you know, I don't know. I'd be chicken, so I'd probably do the same thing. <laughs> okay. Which path tempts you the most? The paved street lined with old buildings, the narrow, dark, Latin lit alleyway, the small, torturous paths grown through dead leaves that runs through the woods the large grass alley immersed in sunlight paved street with old buildings you would say that one uh-huh. <laughs> runs through the woods i think the one that runs through the woods a muggle approaches you in the middle of the street and tells you that he is convinced that you are a wizard or a witch what do you do you ask him why he thinks such a thing you agree and ask him if he wants you to throw a little curse for free to make sure you tell them that you are concerned about his mental health and suggest him to call the doctor immediately. You admit it, then you just walk away nonchalantly, letting him wonder whether you're bluffing or not. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to tell him that I'm concerned about his mental health. Are you really? Yeah. I might go, yep, and let him wonder. It's nighttime. You're walking alone in a poorly lit street. Suddenly you hear a strange noise whose origin seems magical. How do you react? Uh, you hold tight your magic wand and try to find out where the noise is coming from. You silently slip into the dark waiting for what's next and making a mental list of all the defense and attack spells you can use. If you had to, you wave your magic wand to defend yourself without being impressed. You continue on your way with caution, keeping your hand on your magic wand, hidden under your cloak and being very vigilant at the slightest sight, sign of danger. I think four. Yeah, me Just too. Hand, mm-hmm. hand on the wand under mm-hmm. the cloak. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Get out of there. <laughs> you 
You and two of your friends have to cross a bridge guarded by a river troll. Before letting you pass, the troll insists on fighting with one of you. What do you do? You propose to your friends to fight him, the three of you at the same time, without warning the troll. You immediately volunteer to fight him. You try and divert the troll's attention so that he will let the three of you pass without you having to face him. You ask your friends to play the short, play short straw to decide which of the three with you will fight the troll. I try to divert his attention. I volunteered. Oh, you no volunteered. Huh. First thing. I volunteer as tribute. Wrong movie. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. The moon or the stars? Stars. Stars, yeah. For sure. Forest or river? This one gets me every time. Ooh, forest or river? Uh, ooh. How do you, uh. I don't know. If it was ocean, it would be a different question. Yeah, I'd say forest, actually. I think so too. If it was an ocean, I would have said ocean. Dawn or dusk? Uh, dawn? I'd say dusk, actually. Yep. Mm-hmm. Black or white? Ooh. Well, it depends on the context. <laughs> In white. terms of clothing, I'd say, well, yeah, I guess I'd say white. Yeah. Left well, or right? I'm going to say left because I'm left handed. I'm right. <laughs> Heads or tails? Heads. I yeah, say I'll say heads. heads. Which house attracts you the most? I'd say I'd say Ravenclaw. If you don't get Ravenclaw, something is completely wrong. I'm gonna say Gryffindor. Yeah, I'm a Ravenclaw. Yep, yep. That's what I'm I a said. Gryffindor. I suspected. Okay, so read your description. Okay, so I usually always get Gryffindor, and I feel I'm a very strong Gryffindor. It says, congratulations, you belong to Gryffindor's family. This may surprise you. No, but there is no doubt about it. This test is as accurate as a sorting hat when it comes to determining the family of a new wizard at Hogwarts. You might belong in Gryffindor, where dwell the brave at the heart, the daring, the nerve, and chivalry set Gryffindors apart. Gryffindor was founded by Godric Gryffindor. Its colors are red and gold. Its emblem is a lion. It values courage, boldness, strength, bravery, and determination. Its common room is located on the seventh floor. The ghost attached to Gryffindor is nearly headless Nick. Among his most famous students are Albus Dumbledore, Celestia Warbeck, Minerva McGonagall, and of course, Harry Potter. Hmm. Okay, read your Ravenclaw one. Congratulations, you belong to the Ravenclaw family. That is That may surprise you, but there is no doubt about it. This test is as accurate as the sorting hat when it comes to determining the family of a new Hogwarts wizard. Or yet, in wise old Ravenclaw, if you've a ready mind, where those of wit and learning will always find their kind. Rowena Waven... Oh, gosh. Rowena... Rowena. <laughs> Rowena Ravenclaw. Say that five times fast. Founded the Ravenclaw house represent... Rep- oh, God, I can't read today. Rowena Wait. <laughs> You've had a long day. Okay, so let's go back. Let's prep for this. You've been <laughs> legit laying floor. I've been laying Marley since 8 a.m. for two days. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <sighs> okay. Rorina Wait Ravenclaw founded the Ravenclaw house. Represented by an eagle, her colors are blue and bronze. Intelligence, wisdom, creativity, originality, and curiosity are among the most important values of this house whose common room is one of the largest towers of the Hogwarts castle. Its ghost is gr- the Grey Lady. Ravenclaw's most famous students include Ignatia Wildsmith, Wildsmith, sorry, Perpetua Fancourt, and Lorcan McLaird. Cool. The only other house that you might be in, in my mind, would be a Hufflepuff. Possibly, yeah. But you are such a Ravenclaw. I, 
It's also most of my friends are all Ravenclaw. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Kaylee's a Ravenclaw. Caitlin's a Ravenclaw. Most of my friends are Ravenclaws. That's interesting. Yeah. I See, think like you're going to fight the troll. I'm like, I'm not going to fight the troll. Are you kidding? We're going to Yeah, you're like, I'm going to divert it. No, <laughs> just I'll just do it. It's fine. I'll take one for the team. Oh, I told you, though, it was like there's a couple questions in there that like I think were to push the house like because like it's the blue and the water and all that stuff. And but the, I don't know. I just knew you were Ravenclaw because you're like you're very much like Kaylee and Caitlin, how it's like knowledge, like you're studious. You're very uh, thoughtful. You're a thinker. Yeah. You're creative. Um, you're not like you're not confrontational. Not at all. And then there's a complete opposite here. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to stand up and push back. And I'm just, I know I'm right. I'm going to hold true to it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't back down. Uh-uh. Nope. So mm-hmm. I'm not, yeah. Plus blue looks very nice on you. Why, thank you. Blue is my signature <laughs> color. <laughs> and my eyes are blue. And I have sapphires in my ring. Thank you. <laughs> you have a very Ravenclaw ring, by the way. It legit looks like a Ravenclaw ring. Thanks. <laughs> I don't it have it does. on today. Because we were playing early. Yeah. Work. Mm-hmm. No. Cool. Okay. What else can we do, Sean? What's the other thing you sent me? So here is the 50 questions. We're not going to do all 50 questions, but here's the uh, Harry Potter quiz that I found. I haven't read through the answers or anything, so don't worry. We're on equal playing fields. But this quiz is 50 questions. It breaks up into categories. So it goes like Harry Potter's Who's Who. Then it goes Creatures of Harry Potter. Then it goes spells. Oh my gosh, I'm going to do terribly. Then it's Harry Potter himself and then the Wizarding World. So I think if we maybe take two questions from each category to get through. Cool. And then go from there. So like we'll scroll down because it goes questions, answers. We'll be able to do this without cheating. Cool. So out of the first 10 for the Harry Potter's who's who's. Okay, we'll just start basic with you. So question number one, name Harry Potter's parents. Oh, goodness. Um... Kathleen. Lily, Lily and James. Uh-huh. Lily and James. So pick now you pick a question from the first section. Okay. Um, which actor played the character Bellatrix Lestrange? I don't know her name. Um, no, 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 yes, I do. Uh uh is it Hel- it's uh Helen something. She's what's his face, his ex-wife, um, uh-huh. from Night Before Christmas. Yep. Helen, her last name starts with a B, right? Ish. Three names. Helen something B. <laughs> Helena Boneham Carter. There you go. <laughs> okay, here we go. Who killed Dobby by throwing a knife at him? Oh, oh my gosh. They're at Malfoy Manor. Yeah. It's Bellatrix, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, what was the name of Lord Voldemort's loyal snake? Nagini. Nice. See, I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> it's fine. I know that like we like think about something and everyone on the other pod, like everyone on the podcast is like, da-da, yeah. da-da. you're like, screaming it at us. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay. Spells. Okay. Um, okay. What spell would you use to light the tip of your wand? Lumos, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. What spell would you use to open a door? Oh, uh, Alohomora. Oh, which do you know you can say Lumos to your iPhone and it lights up, the flashlight turns on? Seriously? Yeah, there's a couple of things that we've like, 
Hey Siri, Lumos. Okay, I gotta try this. Hey Siri, Lum Lumos. Right? Did you <gasps> flash that on? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I didn't know that. That's so. There's weird. also um. Hold on, Siri, Harry oh. Potter spells. Wow. Uh, yeah. So there's Lumos, which turns on your torch, which is flashlight. Knox, which turns it off. That's what you say when you turn off your light, whatever. And then you say Asio, which opens an app. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. I had no idea. There's a few other ones too. Hmm. Um, so now we go down to Harry Potter himself. What position did Harry Potter play at, at Quidditch? Oh, what's it called? Um, seeker. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, you're yes. right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Who was Harry Potter's first crush? Oh, Cho Chang. Now, you're going to know these. I mean, I'm looking at all of them going, you're going to know all of these. Well, like, what was Harry Potter's Patronus? Uh, a stag, right? Yeah, because it was dad. Yeah. Okay, so we should go down to the Wizarding World. Oh, mm -hmm. this is where I'm not going to do as good, probably. Oh, wait. Dumbledore is an old-fashioned word for bumblebee. True or false? Sure. True. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes from. Most of these names actually are real things that she created, or she would take um, a Latin word and mix it with something else, or like use like these Greek mythology. Like all, they all come from a real place. I think that's why the the world, the Wizarding World, seems so real and like grasping, is because mm. she just took legit things to create them. Mm. Interesting. A lot of it's also based off the Bible. Oh, yes, I did know that. I did like know story wise. That. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, almost all the names of creatures and people hmm. are historic. Interesting. Okay, mm -hmm. how did Neville Longbottom help defeat the Dark Lord? Um, so in the movie, he kills the snake. Uh -huh. But I think it's slightly different in the book. It's been a moment since I've read that. Book. Well, that's correct. Um, so, okay, yeah. Because it was either him or Harry was technically the chosen one. Mm. And Voldemort, the T is supposed to be silent, JK said originally, but she realized everyone's saying it wrong because <laughs> of how it's written. It's the, because she wrote it in like, it's like ballet. It's supposed to be silent. Oh, interesting. But everyone said Voldemort and that's how it's been said ever, forever and always. Hmm. Um, statistics. Ooh, this sounds fun. So let's not, I'm not going to um, ask you these questions because who would know these Harry Potter statistics? But they're fun facts. Yeah. Like how many Harry Potter books have been published in total? Seven, right? No. Oh, 11. Seven. Because those are the main stories. Interesting. So the 11 must be Cursed Child is another one. Uh -huh. Then there's, the, she has a Quidditch throughout the ages. No, she has a Quidditch. She has a Quidditch book. There's a magical creature book, I believe. There's also um, a history of magic. Yeah. And the magical beast thing, right? Yes. I didn't realize that these happened so close together. So it says like, when was the first Harry Potter book released? 1997. And then when was the first movie released? And that was 2001. For some reason, I felt like the books were out before. Oh. I thought I was really, I guess I wasn't that far behind the books hmm. in one by four, three years. Here's another good one. What's the longest book? Order, oh. of the, or, Order of the Phoenix. Do you remember when the Goblet of Fire came out and it, or like, um, 
the the thing was like how big the Goblet of Fire was is like one of the biggest books at the time. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. How many copies of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone were printed in the book's first print run? Only 500. Wow. They didn't think it was going to do well, obviously. She got it turned down by every major publisher when she originally shopped down to the Harry Potter books. That's crazy. Now she's- and only yeah. a small independent press picked it up because the guy had his eight-year-old daughter read it and she loved it. And that's why he was like, let's go. Wow. And signed her already for the series. It wasn't just like a one-off book. Wow. Like, so I think she was signed for- I'm not, I don't think maybe, I don't think it was all seven at first. I think it was three. Hmm. You have to say that again because you walked away from your mic. Oh yeah. I said, it's almost butterbeer season mm-hmm. and I love making butterbeer. I found a recipe um, online. That's like an alcoholic one that actually tastes really good. Hmm. I made it for you too. We, yes, you did. It was here. so good. Yeah. Like butter, butter, scotch, schnapps, vanilla vodka and cream soda. Whenever I visit Sean, we have a Harry Potter night and we watch one. Which one did we watch when I was there last time? I think we watched like the first one. Did we watch the first one? The first one or or one of the later ones? I think one time was the first one. Did we watch? Because you like the younger ones. You like like when they're little. Yeah. Because it's a little, yeah, just a little more uh, magical, not as dark. I think we did watch the first one. I like, I do like the, what's the one with Sirius Black? The That's third the one. third. Yeah, I like Azkaban. the third one. I like Goblet of Fire too, actually. That one's growing on me more. I most recently just reread the books again and I forgot how much I actually, I was like, wow, I really do enjoy this book more than I thought. Yeah. The Half-Blood Prince is one I always forget about. Yeah. But Order of the Phoenix, I think is my favorite. Is Order of the Phoenix the one with What's-Her-Face? Yes, Professor Umbridge. See, I can't stand her. I just can't. Neither can I. Do you know she looks like my aunt? Exactly. Oh, that's creepy. It's fine. She's also going to play the queen in the last two seasons of The Crown. Right? And she's a Broadway West End chick. Mm -hmm. She played Rose from Gypsy. And in Um, real life, she's married to the guy who plays Mr. Carson on Downton Abbey. I feel so bad for her. She literally is one of the most... She's played one of the most hated characters of all time. I know, I know. Oh, that was fun, Sean. Yay, now we got to go to Harry Potter land, world, whatever it is. <laughs> I would say we could go next time I come into town, which will be in September, but you're kind of busy doing something that day, so. Yeah, I'm busy, some do- which is one month from today, exactly. Today's August 24th. We're getting married September 24th. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Like I'm like, I got to finish laying Marley first. Like we got, I got to go back and do, like, I'm not there yet. Like people are like, have you done everything? I'm like, I sure hope so. Because I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. it's going to, in a couple weekends, it's going to be like, it's here. And I got to do Giselle first too. So I'm like, I got other priorities. Sorry, I'm yawning. This is how tired I am. <laughs> I'm so tired. I was about to say, like, have things calmed down at all since I've been no. there? Or is it still just as busy? No, last week was lovely. Last week, we did my second week of adult intensive. Um, amazing people. I, a, a lot of them listen to this podcast. So shout out, you guys. You were awesome. Um, Ashley, who told us her cruise ship story was here. And like, yeah, a lot of them just- I yeah. can't believe yeah. you legit had someone that we picked a story from yeah. unknowingly. Hi, Ashley. Like, 
hi, I'm the cruise ship story. No, she said that. She the, the very last day, she went into the last day. She's like, so you know the cruise ship story? I was like, yeah. She's like, that was me. I was like, oh my gosh. How cool. And yeah. then like, uh, what were we calling it? Not like fun, uh, not not corrections corn, but whatever, but something facts, whatever yeah. it was. I got, someone replied back and they explained the terms from the cruise ship life that I was like, what is this? <laughs> and it was like a uh, band, uh, show band and they're talking about the orchestra. Oh. Like show band. Oh, duh. Like, why didn't we get that? Because we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, they're like, no, like show band is like the orchestra, like who plays for the shows in the theater because then they had like a, the lounge band, which oh would be gosh. outside in like the lobbies playing for entertainment. She like, I'll, next, when we like go back to story stuff, I'll read them again. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, and she's like, if you have any other like, cruise ship questions let me know oh my gosh I love it oh my I just love that she showed up yeah oh no she was here she's amazing but no yeah I'm I like the fact that like we are reaching people randomly yes I know it again keep sending your stories we'll keep reading stories. I feel like that's what backstage mantra has turned into like just crazy times as dancers as performers and it's perfect because there are so many stories um and just antics but that's the arts world mm -hmm. our arts world is literally story after story after story telling stories to each other and that's what like brings all of us together through like hard times remember that one time like in the moment it seems terrible like a show and then all of a sudden you can look back to it and you're like now we're bonding oh yeah you have that one i had this one we totally. had this one totally. and i was like uh I was listening to the last podcast as I always do because I'm narcissistic and I like to correct myself afterwards. <laughs> and I was just listening to the stories we were telling about like swapping in and out and everything. I was just like, it's stories like that. Like Chris saying like, oh no. So I stepped in to do Cavalier for finale, but there was one guy that showed up in a dance belt holding his tight. I'm like, that's, the, <laughs> that's what gets passed on though. Like that's these the story. These ridiculous moments <laughs> that happen nowhere else. Yeah. But in our world. Yep. And you're and crazy. Like, you're just like, if you tell a normal person, like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? What in the world? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's you, been the time since I've seen you. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, but we're an escrow on a house. Yeah. Possibly. Whatever. Possibly. Yeah. We're like Possibly. down the way in the process and Chris's house too. So. <laughs> Sean keeps running away from the microphone. I can't hear you. I thought it out. Okay. Oh, okay. No, because Chris's house got a buyer when I was there. Yes. So that's we got nice a buyer that, like, that going through. the first buyer dropped out, and now we're in a second buyer, which is a better situation. So, yeah. Yeah, we're excited. And that, so, where's, is, where's the location of the one you guys think like you might be getting? 10 minutes from the studio. Super quick. If five of you hit green lights, like it's great. <sighs> Nice. Because mm -hmm. that's like, oh, all the stresses are slightly disappearing slowly and surely. Yeah. So it's a beautiful house. It's done. Like everything is done. It is moving ready. Inspection guy was like, this is a good one. You very, very little to do. It is literally turnkey. I won't have to do a thing, which is what I wanted. I didn't want a project. Like, don't give me yeah. a project. I want it yeah, to yeah. be done. And it's one we first can, house. Yeah. And it's one we could actually, because it's a little bit bigger than other ones we were looking at. It's a little more updated than ones we were looking at. We could be in it for 
10 years maybe like it's okay it's quite nice so okay good I just hope everything goes through oh yeah oh I mean Caitlin here is in contract she moves in I think on the ninth or whatever for she's buying a townhome it's same thing the inspection she's like what does this mean like hope this all works out like like, and you have to send your documents like 800 times you're like I already (laughs) sent you this why do I need to send it again (laughs) that's good then and the studio is almost done studio is almost done Hopefully our opening day is the sixth. Actually, our, our soft opening is the third because we're going to do dress rehearsal for Giselle and everything that day in the studio. So we're, Chris and I are laying down Marley and <laughs> literally I was like, I've got to go do a bar. Like my back's killing me. I got to go to a chiropractor. Just, I said, I did something to my back while you were here and it's still not happy. So um, I'm sure I could tell you exactly what it was. It's the positive <laughs> that we're doing. That's all arabesque promenades. <laughs> So I'm kind of a mess, but between that and the Marley and the house and Giselle and a wedding all before, all in the next 30 days. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, we, we oppose, supposedly close on this house three days before our wedding. So I'm just, <laughs> just like, at least it's not like the day before uh, kind of thing. You get two extra ones in there. Oh, we might not even worry about it. We might just be like, great, we're not moving in until after. Like it might be a whenever we oh. can situation. Like, Yeah, but you close two days, three days before, you're not moving until after your wedding. Mm-mm. But There's we could no literally do a carry across the threshold kind of like. <laughs> that would be cute. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, so. maybe spend like the first night after your wedding like, in there mm-hmm. in, on like an air mattress <laughs> so what we're probably going to do <laughs> like just like that would oh. be really cute Wouldn't though it? think about that yeah. like it's kind of like just closed yeah. first night yeah. really married couple moves into their brand new house the day after they get it's very cinematic i feel like <laughs> no you should go sleep there the night of your wedding you really should <laughs> i already booked the hotel near the venue for that Oh, okay, yeah. So that's so that that's like yeah. a movie scene when it's like the newlywed yeah. couples in that empty house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd so, be cool. Yeah, that's exciting. But shout out to all my adults who were here. You guys were awesome. They all again, once again, were like, "So where's Sean?" <laughs> you know, I'm just here flailing for a dollar in Columbus. Just flailing like for a dollar. Season. <laughs> but I should have had you guys. Mm-hmm. I'll have you come next year for July or something. Oh yeah. Next season, we have a big summer layoff, I think. Do you? I'm done mm-hmm. May 1st. That's really early. It's because we started so early this year because we're doing a whole outdoor theater program mm. for two nights. Okay. So, yeah, we're at the amphitheater end of September. And so we had to get ready for all that. Cool. Well, thanks for another great episode, y'all. Thanks for listening. And we'll get thanks. back to your stories next week. Bye. Yeah. Back to the regular programming. <laughs> yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs>